Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, is anybody there? Hello. 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 Hey, Gloria. Hello. Yes. This is Cassandra. Yes. Okay. I just I, I couldn't tell whether because I don't quite know how to operate this board yet. Well, and so I wasn't. You know, um, as a matter of fact, when I hit join online, what is this? And call, and here this is Millicent calling me. It says that my browser is not supported. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I'm going I'm to. I think you have. Did you, did you sign on through Chrome, Google Chrome? No, I don't have. I don't have that. Hold on for one minute. Hold on. This this Millicent. Carolyn, you there? Hello? Still me. Okay. Um, having the hardest time, Lord, with this talk show. Oh, they have made it so difficult. Well, does it record automatically? Well, yeah, when I, when I, actually, I think it's recording now, and I just talked to Millicent, and she was saying that she was going to call somebody and tell them don't talk, so we talk, and so it's catching out. Um, it's catching, um, okay. Oh, Lori, I'm having such a hard time with this version of TalkShoe. I really am. I think I just stopped the recording. I'm sorry, I'm no help. I haven't, um, I'm not up on it at all. They have made it so, so difficult. Or, you know, maybe it's just a a thing where I just am not familiar. I mean, the, the old format, I caught on to that really good. But this one, I'm having a, a hard time. So anyway, it's 5.59. We're coming in. Okay. And so I will start the recording at 6 o'clock. I have 5.59. I did stop it, 
um, Pastor Millicent, and and I think that I can. Um, You guys ready? We're here. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, welcome to Refuge from the Storm, our Saturday. We don't hear you. Press yeah, start six. What, what happened? They may have muted her. Cassandra, press unmute all. Uh, I don't know where that is. Okay, I'm going to you. Can you hear me? You merged in. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I apologize. My line just dropped. I don't know uh, what happened. So, again, uh, welcome to our worship service this evening. Today is the second Sunday in August. It's August the 11th. Good afternoon. To worship, and I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. To our first-time visitors and listeners and to our regular members and listeners, we say welcome. Thank you for uh, taking out a portion of your evening to join in with us in corporate worship. We thank you again for being here. Today, our uh, service worship serving team will consist of Reverend Millicent Black, Minister Juanita Purdy, will deliver the preached word this afternoon. Elder Carolyn Cunningham serves as our worship leader. Sister Carolyn uh, Cunningham will lead us in an opening hymn. And Sister Cassandra Lewis serves as our talk show manager and our music coordinator, and she's assisted by Sister Helena Thompson. 
This afternoon, our altar prayer will be led by Sister Helena Thompson as well. We will extend the invitation to discipleship in response to the preach word, and we will be led in that by Sister Kim Straub. Just a reminder of our events for and gathering for the coming week. This coming Wednesday night, Pastor invites you to uh, join in our small group Bible studies. The subject will be sharing with those in need. Now, that's this Wednesday, August the 15th. Thank you. Sharing with those in need. And our scripture will be 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter, the 7th through the 15th verses. So if you read all of 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter, you'll be ready for Wednesday night. We continue to meet each morning for early morning prayer service, Monday through Friday. That's at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, Please purpose in your heart to join us, perhaps just starting out one morning a week. If you're not able to sleep, please join us for our early morning prayer call. That's Mondays through Fridays. I just want to remind you that our prayer focus for uh, this month is praying that this body of Christ's refuge from the storm will become a stronger and more effective house of prayer. So we pray for an increase in participation in our early morning prayer team calls, uh, Monday through Fridays, and we ask that we pray with a clear mind and uh, be self-controlled and in all situations so that we pray first, we pray continually, and we pray thankfully. So we do pray that God would uh, use us to stand in the gap for others. And when you enter your personal prayer time, just a reminder that the effectual prayers, uh, fervent prayers of the righteous avail as much. Always include, please, your immediate and your extended families in prayer, Please lift up members of Refuge from the Storm and TIs in North America and around the world. Please pray for your cities, your states, your counties, your parishes, your regions, and our our nation. Please pray for all of our our leaders at all levels of government and, and at all facets and all sectors of our community. And please pray for all influencers around the world. And as you listen to the news and watch television or listen to the radio or talk to your friends and neighbors, there are always issues cropping up each and every day. Please pray for all matters at hand, for all of the issues of the day, and please lay them at the foot of the cross. And as we enter, I almost forgot, as we enter into the fall season, the autumn season, We want to ask you to remember the educational system, our teachers, our students, and our administrators at all levels, whether it's elementary school, high school, colleges, junior colleges. Please pray for um, everyone involved in the educational system. Now, during the week, uh, don't forget that you are able to send your prayer request to our church email address, that's refugefromstorm at aol.com, refugefromstorm at aol.com. 
If you send your prayer request, I'll make sure that to forward them immediately to Pastor Millicent and or to Minister Juanita Purdy. As we move into uh, the, the worship service, don't forget to mute your phones as necessary if there's any background noise where you are. Please, uh, we want to maintain the reverence of the service and continue to respect the speakers um, as we go through the worship service. So I thank you for your attention again, and as we clear our hearts and our minds, we want to focus our attention on God, and we do invite the presence of the Holy Spirit to indwell us, and that we pray for God to allow the anointing of the Holy Spirit to fall fresh on us as we move through this worship service. Please continue to pray for every participant in the worship service and pray for Minister Juanita as she comes and uh, delivers the preach word. After um, Elder Carolyn has opened us up with a song, we will move right into the service and Sister uh, Elder Carolyn will take over the worship uh, leadership role. Amen and amen. Amen. Here I am, Lord. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. Oh, dwell in deepest sin, my hand will save. I, who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go.
finest bread I will provide till their hearts be satisfied. I will give my life to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you The scripture today is taken from the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Let us sink the roots of our faith into the deep soil of God's love, nourishing it with love, prayer, and forgiveness, thankfulness, and hope, thereby growing stronger each day in your love, Heavenly Father. Having been grounded in your love, Father, let the blood of Jesus overcome human tendencies to sin with others do us wrong. Let us not succumb to our flesh and return evil for evil. Help us to not react in bitterness, resentment, or revenge when evil is waged against us. Enable us through your Holy Spirit to allow love of you, Father, first, then love of ourselves to overcome these negative tendencies and instead to respond in and through love. Let us not take into our spirits the evil actions of the enemy. We are children of you, Father, the Most High God, and let our thoughts, words, and deeds reflect that we are. Father God, When we become weak and despondent, help us to look to your scripture for strength. Joshua 1, 1 1-9 tells us to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, let us listen to a worship song by the late, great Mahalia Jackson. 
That will be followed by the altar prayer, which will be offered today by Sister Helena.
Amen. Father, we just thank you, Lord, we can come together again as a church, Father, that you have taken us this far and that we look to you for direction yet again today. Thank you, Father, that we can come before you and call you Father, call you Lord, a master, and our friend. I'm so very grateful for everyone that's on the line today and pray that you will bless those that were not able to make it today. Father God, thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your greatness, Lord, and thank you for your faithfulness. Even at times when we are not faithful and we fall and we fail, just thank you, Lord, that you are always there to help to pick us up again. I just pray that you will bless each and every one on the call today. Any visitors that we may have, I pray that you will move in their hearts and touch them in a special way as they need it, as only you know how. And that you will bring them back to us as well. Precious Father, we remember every TI today, those on the line, those around the world. Father, many things are happening that are getting worse in some places. But your eye and your hand is over each and every one of us. And we know that you're a sovereign God and that you can do all things. And I just pray that you will give us the strength to keep holding on, holding on to your hand, Father, as we wait for things to move around us. And we pray that you will impress on those that need to make changes on our behalf, that you will inspire them, that you will draw them, to move more quickly, Father. We ask, Father, for many are suffering needlessly. We just ask you for those that are on the line today, those that are hurting physically, emotionally, spiritually, that you will lift each one up and take each burden off every shoulder. Erase the pain, we pray, and help us to hear every word that you have in store for us this day. I pray, Father, for the disasters, for the fires in California, for so many other disasters this week that have happened. I pray, Father, that you will um, lift those up that are mourning today who have lost loved ones from whatever means that happened, Father. There's so many things in the fires, even in my own home state. Um, Several people have passed away this past week of notoriety. Father, everywhere around the world, we just pray and lift them up to you today and that you'll ease their suffering and ease their pain. I ask that your Holy Spirit would lead and guide this service before us, that you will use uh, Minister Juanita, and you would help her, Father, with every word that she's about 
to preach for us, Father, that you've already hand-selected and you will just move through her in a mighty way and help us as a church to hear every morsel that you have for us. Take it into our hearts, into our spirits and our minds, Father, for we long to please you. And we thank you, Father, that you do the same for us, that you're a loving God, that no matter what we go through, every storm in our life, Father, you have seen us through it. No matter how difficult the times get, you are ever faithful. I pray for our pastor, Millicent, today. Pray, Father, that you will help her as she... Father, that you will bless her, that you will ease her pain, that you will heal her body, Father, quickly and mightily, Father, give her a testimony, Father, of your mercy and grace. We turn the service over to you now and ask you to just minister mightily, grace us with the presence of your Holy Spirit, and we thank you with all of our hearts and with all of our might, Father, for what you're about to do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Elena. Amen. Now let us listen to a worship song entitled, I Win, in preparation for the message which will be offered today by Minister Juanita. Juanita, I Win by Marvin Sapp.
We'll finish there. We thank you. Hallelujah. We praise you, God. We thank you. We honor your presence today, God. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for touching uh, Marvin Sapp to write that song to encourage us to despite circumstances and situations around us, we have victory through Jesus Christ. God, let us rise to the occasion and live out that victory that we have in your name. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Greetings to everyone um, this beautiful Saturday afternoon. At least I hope it is. It is where I am. I hope it is where you are. You hear some noise in the background. I'm under a fan, so um, I just hope that it's not distracting. We bless the Lord. I want to thank God for each and every one of you for being here, first of all to hear and to hear from God. So my heart is that you came to hear from God, that God will use me as the vessel to bring forth the message, the word that he wants you to receive today. Not just receive it, but believe it, live it. That's what he wants us to do. So I bless the Lord for each of you for being here. I I thank God for Pastor Millicent and the vision that he has given her and that she is called to carry out and and she's doing it so faithfully. And um each person in their respective places, the ministry team and each each person in their respective places. Most of all, I just I I bless the Lord. I thank him because I know each and every day that it's his his grace. And so I celebrate, I celebrate the fact that he is his grace that, that is, I like to say that has his grace. His grace got us. Um, I will be coming from Jeremiah. Now, I'm starting at Jeremiah, the first chapter, and um, I am going to end at Jeremiah, the 17th, just giving you a little information concerning Jeremiah, the 17th chapter. Um, I'm not going to go through all the chapters, but there's just some things that I'm going to pull out, hopefully. Um, I hope to bring clarity, I pray clarity in the message. Well, I'm starting with Jeremiah 1, and I am going to read um, starting at 4, and and then I'm going to stop there at 9. So it says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not 
be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. We're called to carry forth his words. He said, I put my words in your mouth. Just like Jesus came and gave us the authority. He left it with us. God has put his word in our mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow to build and plant. So, of course, after God spoke that to Jeremiah, he asked him about, he gave him several visions. And, of course, he explained to Jeremiah that the 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 nation of Israel, both Judah and, um, which is the southern kingdom, and the northern kingdom, Israel, were just, they had completely turned from his ways. They had just become wicked, just absolutely wicked, setting up children's sacrifices and just, uh, just the wickedness all around, serving other gods. It was just, they had just they had gone beyond what they they knew and had been taught and had the word. They had um, the the law of Moses, so they knew, but they totally disregarded. And the kings, of course, it set up the sacrifice, so they totally disregarded it. And of course. Um, and the people followed them. Well, God told Jeremiah, he said that he was going to destroy them. He, he had told them later on in the chapters, if you go back and ever get a chance to read all of Jeremiah, he said that they're, they're, they were doing worse than what the people that he disposed out of the land were doing. Now, that's pretty bad. He disposed and got rid of the people that were in the land and gave it to his children, and now they're doing worse than those people were. So he said, I'm, I'm going to tear them down. I'm going to tear them down. And, of course, he called Jeremiah the prophet to warn them. And, of course, Jeremiah wasn't ready for that. He didn't really, really. He came up with as many excuses as Moses did. But God wasn't hearing any of it. He's like, my power is with you. My authority is with you. So I need you to go forth and speak my word because I put it in your mouth. And, of course, um, I, I go down to 17, of the first chapter, and this is the command that he gave Jeremiah. And this command was very, very important for the work that he had given him. 
He says, get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Today, I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the the Lord. So, of course, we know the scripture that if God be for you, who can be against you? And, of course, the same as when um, Elijah was actually um, made, or he had to go against Ahab and Jezebel, um he of course and his his um servant uh was overcome overrun with with soldiers and of course um the his servant was terrified and when his servant became terrified Elijah prayed and he said god show him that there are more who are for you than those that are against you And God opened his eyes, and he saw the host of heaven, the host of heaven, ready to fight for him. So, of course, God has given Jeremiah this command. And he gave him four things that he wanted him to make sure. He said, be ready. That's the first thing. Be ready. We have got to be ready. God, it doesn't, I, I, let me put it this way. The weapons of our warfare is not carnal, but spiritual through and mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. It, the, the enemy uses all kinds of devices and manipulations, and of course that comes from 2 Corinthians 10.4. But God's mighty power is with us. And we have to make sure that we are using the weapons of our warfare, those that spiritual um, power and authority that God has given us through his word. So he said to Jeremiah, he said he gave him four commands. One, he said, do not be afraid. You can't be afraid to use the word of God against your situation. God has given us all of these examples, all of them. We got to use them. That, that is the weapon of our warfare. We can't be afraid. He says, speak what he speaks. He has given you the word to speak. We have to speak it. Then he told them to stand up and speak. You cannot be afraid to speak God's word. And first of all, the devil don't.
want you to believe that God's word will work for you in any way. He don't want you to believe that all of the Bible is our authority. He wants you to believe that you got to stay in one mold and, and do it one way. And God has given us much more authority than what we utilize. He told them, one, do not be afraid. Two, stand up to speak. Three, speak as he said. It's in his word. Use it, all of it, as it pertains to your situation. And then go where he sends you to go. Meaning, you know, this is one of the things that we have to be ever so mindful and Jeremiah, I'm using Jeremiah as an example because, oh, my goodness, they came against Jeremiah. But Jeremiah, God gave Jeremiah some harsh words to speak to them. They were harsh. But these people were overcome. They were overrun with sin. I mean, they were just riddled in evil and sin. These were God's people. Now imagine the ones that were not God's people. He completely annihilated them for his people. And then his people turn and do the same thing. So God has some really, really harsh words that he gave Jeremiah to give them. And they did not like it. As a matter of fact, they were so angry about it. You had one, one, um, one priest that threw him, threw him in jail and flogged him. Flogged him. Jeremiah was, you know, he was kind of, well, he wasn't kind of, he was just, you know, he was outright upset about it. So I'm going to take you to the 15th chapter, okay, because um, there is so much that happened in between all of it. But, of course, this happened um, after, of course, I'm pretty sure, he he had so many different incidents. I was going to say it happened after he had been flogged. But I can't remember that timeline, so I don't want to even put that out there. But he had been rejected. He had been um, slandered, talked about, treated just awful and outcast. I mean, you want to list the issues that you you, you face? I'm I'm telling you, turn to Jeremiah. And you will see that Jeremiah really faced some heavy opposition. And it was not just from the church. It was from the government as well. So, of course, and, you know, when Jeremiah was called into the ministry, he was not that old. So, of course, um, when he... Actually had to, because, of course, Jeremiah was prophet to, like, five um, different reigns of kings. So he was was on the job. He was on the job for a very long time. But 
All of this happened before God destroyed um, the, the, that, that nation and sent them into exile. He, all of this happened. I mean, they were overtaken by disease and, and, and famine, all kinds of issues. But Jeremiah was giving them what was going to happen all along if they did not change their ways, if they did not stop. I mean, it got to um, Jeremiah, the 15th chapter, and the Lord said to Jeremiah, I will not. I, he said, I don't care if Moses or Samuel stood before me to intercede for these people. He said, I am still going to do what I said I was going to do against this nation because they're overrun with wickedness and evil. And so, of course, um, he said that he was going to send in the destroyer. And that was the message that Jeremiah had to take to him. They did not like it, and they came against him. Well, of course, um, I want to read to you um, for Jeremiah, the 15th chapter. And I'm going to start at 10 and it says alas my mother that you gave me birth a man with whom the whole land thrives and contends i have neither lent nor borrowed yet everyone curses me everyone was against him everyone was out to get him i can you imagine I'm sure he felt like the Lone Ranger, just out there fighting this battle by himself, by himself. However, he is saying this to the Lord. And um, the Lord spoke to him in 11. And he said, surely I will deliver you for a good purpose. Surely I will make your enemies plead with you in times of disaster and times of distress. I go down to, because he went and uh, kind of changed the, the subject there, but starting at 15, it says, Lord, because God asked him a question. It said, Lord, you understand. Remember me and care for me. Avenge me on my persecutors. You are long-suffering. Do not take me away. Think of how I suffer reproach for your sake. When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's desire, for I bear your name. Lord God Almighty, never sit in the company. I never sat in the company of revelers. Never made merry with them. I sat alone because your hand was on me, and you had filled me with indignation. Why is my pain unending and my wounds grievous and incurable? You are to me like a deceptive book that a uh, like a spring that fails. He is saying this to God because he is undergoing so 
um, persecution. He is undergoing so much persecution. It, the, he did not even imagine when God called him in the beginning that he would undergo such levels of persecution. However, he cried out to God, and God said to him in 19, now, this is what we really, really want to be mindful of. God said to him in verse 19, therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me if you utter worthy, not worthless words. You will be my spokesman. Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. I will make you a wall to the people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue and save you, declares the Lord. I will save you from the hands of the wicked and deliver you from the grasp of the cruel. Now, you will ask, God said to him, if you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. What was it that Jeremiah had to repent from? Well, first, God told him. First of all, he said, do not be afraid. Stand up to speak what I tell you. Speak what I say and go where I go. So, of course, Jeremiah, he spoke the word. But after he spoke the word, it tells nineteen that he uttered um, worthless words. He started to come down on himself. He started to just say, you know, um, really, it, 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 look at eighteen. His pain is unending. My wounds is grievous and incurable, and it, God. You you deceived me. You did not let me know that all of this was going to be involved in it. God told him from the beginning that he was going to safeguard him, that he was going to fortify him. And so when he started going through that persecution, like most of us will at one point or another, we lose sight of the vision. We lose sight of the purpose. And so we get into this this mode of seeking what we know, not what, and, and we know from our fleshly point, not from the spiritual aspect. We seek from out of our hurt and out of our pain. But God wants to speak, want us to speak out of our authority. Out of the words that he has given us, those are the words that are worthy in his sight. Those are the words that are valued in his sight. And so, of course, um, he told Jeremiah, he said, you repent, repent. He said, and then again, he tells him 
let these people turn to you. You don't turn to them. You, there's much, of course, you can debate what that meant, but for the most part, it was saying, they're going to come against you. Let them. Don't you go against them. Don't you go by the business is mine, mine. So you don't try to go after them or respond to them in your natural state. You don't do that. You, I am making you like a fortified wall of bronze. They won't be able to penetrate. I just need you to follow my way. And so, of course, he did. Jeremiah, of course, as he repented, um, he continued to speak the words that God gave him. And I can tell you they were not favorable. They were not favorable to the nation. And, of course, God carried out what he said he was going to do against that nation because of their wickedness. And Jeremiah, of course, God used to bring. He told him in the beginning his words. He gave him the, the authority and the power to uproot and to tear it down. God has given us the power and the authority to tear this wickedness down. He said in 2 Corinthians 10 that our warfare is not carnal. We cannot think about these things through our natural eyes, even though we know it is happening in this natural state. But he said that it is mighty. Mighty. So the question you ask yourself, am I using my weapons? Am I using my weapons? Because God, as his children, as a, a co-heir with Christ, have given me this authority, this, this authority that is powerful and mighty through God. To pull down the wicked strongholds, the same thing that Jeremiah spoke over that nation because they refused to change their way. They refused to repent. They refused to live the righteousness that they knew. That was it was their inheritance, and they refused it. America, God help us all have allowed the wickedness to penetrate. And when God uses us as his vessel, that his glory is revealed and people see it and they still choose to walk in their wicked and evil way, God is the one that pronounces the judgment. He wants us to use his word. And there are plenty of words that's there that pertains to each person's situation. The main thing is that we carry out Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, that we trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding. We sometimes, our 
own understanding gets in the way. It gets in the way of our authority. It gets in the way of us being able to utilize the weapons of our warfare, which are spiritual, to pull down these strongholds that all are about us. So we have to make sure that we position ourselves. Position ourselves is what we see when um, God spoke to Jeremiah. He said, um, he said, if you repent, seeing things through your own eyes, our own natural eyes, can't do it. Can't do it because if that was the case, Jeremiah should have been running for the hills because he had a whole army after him. He had the government and the priests. Because Jeremiah was in the lineage, the lineage of a priest. But God called him to be a prophet, which was so outside of the temple's role. But he had them all, the religious and the, 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 the worldly. They were all coming against him. And if he saw that, and oftentimes he would, God had to go back and he had to correct him. Like, Jeremiah, I have told you, I'm going to protect you. And it didn't feel good because he was being beat. He was being locked up. But yet, of course, every word that he spoke when God gave him the spoke, he saw it come to pass. He saw it come. And I'm telling you, the children of Israel, and, 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 and both in Judah and in Man, did they change their ways when they saw that God meant every word that he required Jeremiah to speak. Said, I'm going to tear it down. I'm going to tear it down. I'm tearing the wickedness down. And we have to make sure that we utter the value of the heavenly forces word. Not our own. He told them. He said, other words of work. What are words of work to the Lord is his word. He says that, he told Jeremiah, he said, see, I stand to look over my word to perform it. And his word was for a purpose. Now, if people change their way without having to go through the tearing down and the uprooting, that would be so wonderful. But nonetheless, they're given a choice. And if they choose not to, then guess what? God is going to perform his word. Wicked cannot prevail. It goes against the principles of the kingdom. It goes against the power of the kingdom. It cannot prevail. It will not prevail. So we want to make sure that we are aligning our words with the victory that we have through Christ Jesus. So I want to encourage you today that we want to make sure, when I just encourage you 
if ever you don't know where to start, start with Psalms. Because King David, the very person that God ran the lineage of Christ through, a promise and a covenant that he made with King David, that he will always have a king on the throne. Thus, we have Jesus Christ. King David gave us so many examples of how to speak when wickedness has just really um, taken a charge in your life. We have to speak it. We have to tear down the strongholds through the word of God. Those are strongholds. The wickedness, I don't care what devices or mechanisms they're using, they're strongholds. And we tear it down through the word of God. Jeremiah, he, he is one of those books that, books that you can read. Oftentimes, you kind of go, oh, kind of rigid there, but the wickedness cannot prevail against the kingdom of God. And Psalms is another one. Wickedness cannot prevail against the kingdom of God. So I encourage you, as um, I have spoken what in what he told Jeremiah. Now, I'm going to go to the 17th chapter and just read a little bit, but I want to do that so that you will be encouraged. He gave um he gave Jer um Jeremiah a lot of information as to why his anger had kindled against um the 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 children of Israel why his anger kindled against them but this is the warning that he gave Jeremiah and the seventh and it says and I'm going to read to the tenth seven through ten but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Prior to that, he was talking about a man trusting in another man and that it will not go well for them when you trust in another man. But he said in seven, he said, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He said, they will be like a tree planted by the water. Did not David write the same thing in Psalms 1? That sends out its roots by the streams. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind. See, sometimes we want to think, oh, you know, I'm sorry. 
Put it in God's hands to search the heart of a person and examine them. Because if they're living according to God's word, he will extend the grace to them. We don't need to worry about it. That That's not our call. That's God's call. He said every soul is his. But if they're living the, the and their heart is right toward God, guess what? God has ways of covering them. But he said that he searched the heart and examined the mind to reward each person according to their conduct and according to what their deeds deserve. All our job is is to speak the word of God over this situation, that each situation that you're facing, because we have the authority. Not only do we have the authority, we have the responsibility to tear down wicked strongholds that have our time to prevail themselves or itself against the kingdom of God. And we do that through his word. So I encourage you today as much as you can, get it in there, write it in the prayers as you pray those prayers so that you will see strongholds being torn down out of your life. I pray that you have received and I pray that you have received just the message have penetrated you from the depth so that we can take our rightful authority as people of God against this wickedness that is prevailing in this earth. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Juanita, for that powerful sermon about the story of Jeremiah and your message that we are to have faith and use the strength and authority given to us by God to overcome evil. Thank you. Now let us listen to a praise song entitled, You Won the Victory, that will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which Sister Kim will offer today.
We are at the point of service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the rope. Some steps to take on the salvation. One, admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Two, be willing to repent, turn away from sin. Three, believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. Four, invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, 
shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible and email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com to become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Again, that's M. G R A C E three two one at gmail dot com. Thank you, Sister Kim. Now let us listen to the closing worship and praise song, which will be followed by Reverend and Pastor Melson Black. She will deliver the final remarks and offer the benediction.
Good afternoon, and thank you again for your presence with us here at the service for refuge from the storm church. Minister Juanita, thank you for your challenging message. We apologize for the quality of of the music. Obviously, the, we have we're having some technical difficulties that makes it difficult to hear the words and puts all that extra. So we'll try and get that cleared up. Wait a minute, Pastor. There was nothing wrong on this end. I don't know what you're hearing, but it was perfect here. Wow. Perfect. So others heard it the way the way we did then, the way I did. Um, wow, that's that's something else. See that? Well, I should fix and say that that's obviously per interference. However, we definitely want to uh, encourage you to join us again next week for our church service on on this coming Wednesday night. It's our Regular Bible study is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on Monday through Friday mornings at 6:30 Eastern Standard Time is our um, early morning prayer. We encourage you, definitely invite you to come and join us as we see God's face early in the morning. For those of you who prayed that sinner's prayer or that prayer of commitment to become a child of God with Sister Kim. We uh, encourage you to send us an email at refugefromstorm at aol.com so that we can uh, get in touch with you, pray with you about the decision that you've made and talk to you more about that. Also, for those of you who desire prayer, we are, uh, recording has been ended. We'll be happy to to be available to pray with you about your prayer concerns. Again, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Mr. Juanita, for uh, giving us such an inspiring and challenging message. We definitely want to see strongholds not just broken but destroyed in our lives. When they're broken, they could be put back together, but when they're destroyed, they cannot be put back together. So we definitely want to see our strongholds destroyed. As we are dismissed, I want to pray with you from the prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make us an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that we may not so much seek to console, be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen. Sister Cassandra, could you can you end the recording? Okay, I'll try. Thank you.
I do want to ask what the reception was by others uh, that are on the call with our music. Are, are you able to hear it clearly? Uh, it was it was distorted, but it, it, the music was fine. It was something else going on in some space. It sounded like uh, somebody was driving or something, so it sounded like wind. Okay. So now, I also have um, this fan. fan is so powerful that when you just put it on one, it feel like a hurricane, so... That you may be hearing that. Oh, you may want to turn it off just during the song, and then turn it back on, and let's see if we if if it comes through without the extra static. Well, do you hear it now? I'm going to mute everything behind me. Do you hear anything now? No. No. Okay. Do you hear? Do you hear something now? No. No. Would you? That that uh, song, the song after the message. Would you just play that again without the fan, and let us see if that's if that's what it is. You're talking about press, Pamela Man's press. No, uh, the no, one. Hallelujah, one. We won the victory. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Pastor Millicent, I can try play a portion as well to see if it's in the line. Let's just let Gloria her with Cassandra. Okay, well, let's just let her play it and let's see what what mm-hmm. is. Okay. Now, do you have? I I do not have anything muted now. Do you hear anything? Because my fan is on. No. Yeah. I okay. It's not the fan. It's most likely. But when you speak, you're a little bit kind of um, a little muffled. Sounding. My mouth is pressed right on. The receiver right now, so it's coming from whoever is connected with me and and is working through my phone most likely. I'm I'm I, quite sure. I do hear something oscillating. If you don't mind, just play the song. Turn the fan off if you can, and just play the song while the fan is off, and let us just see if the quality is, is improved. Okay. And you say it's the song after the message. It's. Uh, I think they said we we have won the victory song. You won the vi- Okay, I will play that. You won the victory. That and I'm going to. I'm going to. Well, I'm going to cut off the fan before I play it. So I'm, I'm going to do it right now. And okay, I fine. now have you all on speaker which is the way I play the music. Okay. And it's off. Did you notice anything? Did you all notice anything? We don't hear no. the song. Nothing's playing. No, did I just cut, I, I just cut off the fan. Did you notice a difference? Okay, I'm just trying to see if my fan is loud enough, if that is what you are also hearing. That that's that's what I was trying to do. 
But if you turn the fan off and play the song, then we'll know for sure.
No, we couldn't hear the last half of the song at all. Yeah, that's that's um that is that's perpetum. That's right. perpetry. <laughs> that's perpetry. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. Have you ended the recording? Um, I think I did. No, I have not. Um, that's because now I I don't see how to do it. When I click on edit, um, it only gives me the option to add a recording. I I'm I'm gonna tell you, I truly don't. I'm not um, I'm not down with this this format of this talk show. And so, Pastor, I don't know if it's recording or not. I don't know how to okay. mute. I I can't do any of the things that I did on the old format. I just don't see. I don't see them. I don't see any links or anything for them. Okay. Um, others have had to go to a different format, a different you know, a different talk, a different conference call. We may have to. As well, but right now we're going to go right on with our prayer time. For those of you who desire prayer, if you could, uh, uh, the floor is now open. Just, just go ahead and and be as brief as you can, uh, and we will definitely try and pray with you. As always, always ask for um, deliverance from this and protection, you know, while I'm going through this. But I truly want to be delivered from this. Horrible. Okay, uh, Juanita, you with the yes. Okay, you could could pray with Cassandra. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Father God, we come before you today, Lord, knowing that our confidence and our trust is in you and you alone. We turn our eyes to the hill. That's where our help comes from. Our help comes from you, O oh Lord. There is no other help we know or no other help we want to know. Our confidence is in your power and your authority. Father God, you know what is right in your sight. You said that you are a righteous judge. So, Father God, we uh, we know that we can come to you and petition you, Father God, just as the widow did, to grant us justice. You are just God. You are right God. And I thank you, Father God, that Cassandra's name 
is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I thank you, God, that she is a co-heir with Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father God, that you have given us all the authority to pull down strongholds. Lord, you said even before the children of Israel came into the promised land, and now, Father God, we're co-heirs. You said that there was requirement to keep the wickedness out of the land. God, we're praying that this wickedness is uprooted out of this land, out of our life, out of, Father God, the earth that is yours and the fullness thereof. Lord, we thank you, Father God, that even as you have given us examples Jeremiah and examples through King David, Father God, and throughout your holy Bible, the the Bible that we stand on, the Bible that we believe was your inspiration to us, your word to us. God, we thank you, Father God. That we can stand on that word that you have promised us that evil will not prevail against us. Lord, I'm asking you to do as you did with Jeremiah. You promised him that he would be a fortified wall, a bronze. I'm asking you to fortify Cassandra today, fortify her. And you promised. That as we take refuge in you, you will command the angels to guard us. You said that you would break the snare. Lord, I'm asking you to break every electronic snare that may be on her life, any kind of connection that they have gotten in and gotten, Lord. I'm I'm declaring and we declare right now that you will break the snare. You said it. In your word, and we believe it. Break every snare that the enemy has set. You said that we will escape like a bird because you break the snare. Do not allow the enemy to prevail against her. Do not allow the enemy to prevail against us. We represent your authority. We represent your kingdom. We represent your power. We represent your excellence. God, I thank you. I thank you. You said that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ, and the word of our testimony. And we plead the blood. We declare the blood of Jesus over Cassandra, her life, her family, her home, her child, and all the resources that you have given to her for this journey. Lord, we plead the blood, and we declare that she is an overcomer, that she overcomes every device that the enemy tries to use against her. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for her victory. We thank you, Father God, that your anointing power breaks every yoke, every yoke that might have been placed on her, 
against her, break it in the name of Jesus. We declare that it's broken off of her. Lord, and I thank you, Father God, that her testimony is how you have delivered her, delivered her and given her her freedom, freedom in you, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. And Lord, I thank you for your instruction. And even as you have instructed to me to send it back, and now you've instructed to me to multiply it. And I do it with the same joy, the same faith, the same uh, uh, courage that Jeremiah did it and King David did it and every hero of faith that had to do it to bring down the evil, to bring down the wickedness, God, we do it. We do it. And we send back, we uproot every curse word that has been spoken, every curse action and deed that have been spoken and done against Cassandra, against each and every person on this line, God. We uproot it. We uproot it in the name of Jesus. Because we declare that we are yours and we belong to you. We are co-heirs of Christ who have overcome this world and the wickedness of it. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God. Lord, you see, you know. And you know that the wicked, evil hearts of men who are watching and who are challenging the kingdom of heaven against their wicked doings, God, we declare your power and your authority to rule and reign over their wickedness. We declare your justice over the wickedness, Lord, that they will know that you are God that is not powerless to save your children, to save your own. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We love you. We declare your testimony in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. We thank you for the victory that we have through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. We bless you, Lord. We bless you and we give glory to your name. Lord, we're asking for a quick turnaround in her life, a quick change, Father God. Cause your word to run swiftly. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. That was powerful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Are there others that desire prayer this evening? Anyone else desire prayer? First morning, I have a niece who has had an ongoing battle um, 
with some lung issues that have kept her in and out of the hospital for up to four weeks at a time and this, most of the year actually since about February. Um she is 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 only thirty one years old and was an athlete. So there's this is definitely perk stuff. So would like you to pray for her her health to return for the defeat of the devices that have been being used against her. Uh, you said what she the health issues is what? What's the health issue? She's got having lung issues that Okay, lung issues. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's that's reducing her, her oxygen capacity. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father God, for your power over Pastor Millicent's niece. God, Jesus have already paid the price, took on the strife, Father God, for our healing. And God, we declare right now that by the strife that he has taken, already that she is healed. God, we declare her your healing power, your healing virtue, Father God, to correct every bit of wrong that has been done against her by the enemy. God, I thank you that you will fortify her. You will fortify her lungs. You will strengthen her body, and every wicked thought, every wicked action that they have tried to do against her, Lord, we send it back. We send it back. Lord, you said that when they commit the evil against us, they have to repay seven times what they've done. God, I thank you right now. That what they've done, they have to repay, according to your word, seven times what was done. God, I thank you, Lord, that she is under the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your hand of protection around her. And right now we reverse every curse, word, action, and deed. That is done against us. Let the perpetrators know that when they dig the ditch for us, they dig it for themselves. They dig it for their families. They dig it for their homes. Let them know they will not escape, even as you have assured me that none will escape. I thank you, Father God, that they know and they know their limitations. They know the boundary that you have set around your people. And I declare right now, Father God, that those boundaries are sure, and they are fortified in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We bless you for her healing. We bless you, Father God, for her, her, her restoration in the name of Jesus. God, and we thank you 
We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do not allow. I thank you. You do not allow the enemy to prevail against her. Lord, right now, cut them off. Cut the hand of the enemy off. Cut it off. Lord, do not allow them to be able to get in there and cause these problems on her life. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that 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 you seal her atmosphere, seal her health with the blood in the name of Jesus. Seal her, God. Seal everyone that pertains to her with the blood. And God, we honor you. We honor you. We reverence you. We adore you. We worship you. We praise you. Father God, we depend on you. We need you. We love you. And we thank you, God. We thank you because we know that it's you, God. You that save us. You that keep us. You that watches over us. You that protects us. You, Father God, that your grace, your your love, your mercy abound to us. God, we don't take it for granted and we don't take it lightly. And we thank you for what you're doing as a testimony for Pastor Millicent's niece. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else is our prayer this afternoon before we end the call, end the service? Then we'll bid you a a blessed rest of the Was someone speaking? Then God bless each of you for the rest of the evening and, and on in to tomorrow. Hope to see the early risers on Monday morning. God bless you. God bless you also. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Juanita. Thank you. Thank you.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.